Monday Night Raw, podcast on the shadows, it's Blake, doing the damn thing, WWE. Uh, we was raw at last night, um, pardon me, uh, either way, uh, Monday Night Raw was last night, very fun show, um, opened up the show with, uh, Brock Lesnar and the advocate Paul Heyman coming out basically speaking on how they were going to have a giant uh, 10 man battle royal all star cross brand uh, whole long name it was pretty funny but um, it was good stuff we had a bunch of names heard how the crowd was uh, pretty much into uh, how they felt about each and every superstar. The surprises there would be Randy and Cesaro, in my opinion. It was good to see uh, Randy back on TV later on in the evening. And, of course, it's always good to see Cesaro get in there and, you know, do his thing. Big E also, huge surprise to be in the main event, you know, championship picture. It's good that WWE sees him in that light in a way. So, um... Yeah, that was a good opening segment. Uh, a little low on time today, so we're going to try to uh, go ahead and get through this show. Uh, next up, we had Ricochet and Uso is taking on the bar. Wait, excuse me, the bar. Uh, taking on, was it AJ? Excuse me. Hold on, let me check. Yeah, it was... Uh, Ricochet and the Usos taking on the Revival and the Robert Rude, who, uh, you know, Rude a chin strap back, very, very good to see. He's looking a little, a little crazy with the just straight mustache. Uh, we're hearing people, pardon that, they want to see, some people want to see Robert Rude and the, um, excuse me, what is the name, the Revival get into a, uh, a little bit of a stable themselves, seeing them work together a little more often. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. Um, you know, fall after fall, two out of three falls. Uh, Ricochet team got the first one. Uh, the revival got the second one off a of flapjack, but ultimately uh, Ricochet hit the 630 for the victory. So that was good stuff. Uh, I think uh, Ricochet and the bar, I mean, and the bar, excuse me, goodness. Ricochet and AJ Styles uh, went at it for a little while. A lot of uh, extra fighting going on, but that was good. Let's move on to the next match, though. The Viking Experience, or the Viking Raiders, that's the name, pardon me, uh, went at it against two local talents uh, last night. Completely decimated them. Not bad, not mad at all about that. Eventually, these guys will get into some real tag team competition because they're just running through cats. But, um, you know, one of the local talents apparently suffered a shoulder injury also. So, uh, speedy recovery to him, but, you know, the Viking Raiders definitely, uh, look strong there. Cut backstage, Cedric Alexander and the gang. You know, uh, what is it, uh, vote for Jose. We're just going to change his name around, and hopefully that'll, you know, go ahead and stick through to the main roster because the No Way Jose thing is just... Change the name. I mean, I want to say change the song, but that sounds like it's going to be crazy, but vote for Jose. Sounds like a new gimmick he's trying to run with, or they're trying to run with, with him. 
Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Got the Napoleon Dynamite feel too, you know, both for Pedro, but whatever. Um, it was alright though. Uh, Cedric Alexander and backstage with McIntyre. And they eventually, along with the street crowd until the rest of this, uh, I think Finn was back there also, or whatever. Um, excuse me. Drew took on Cedric Alexander. I was actually thinking that Drew was going to pick up the victory here. Cedric got his opportunity. And I believe he's just going to, you know, shine and look good in defeat. Uh, I guess we're going to save that for a couple of weeks down the line, though. So, um, we had Cedric pick up the victory off of a victory roll. Whoa. And he beat Drew McIntyre. So, we'll see how things continue to progress between them in the next couple of weeks. Then we had uh, Finn Balor taking on Samoa Joe. Uh, both of these guys coming off some losses last night, but it is what it is. Uh, Finn apparently going through some problems, and, you know, he doesn't seem to be complaining about him. He seems uh, determined to, you know, work through the problems and, you know, uh, you know, keep on fighting. Hard sell to the crowd for Finn, and uh, went out there. Joe beat him in a co beat him with a coquina clutch. I mean, excuse me. Well, Joe beat him with a quick roll up, and I was getting ready to lock in the coquina clutch after the match just for post match beatdown. And then uh, Finn gets the upper hand, gets him out the ring. He's kind of celebrating, and out comes the new Bray Wyatt. And uh, you know, the crowd went crazy. The lighting was awesome. The mask was pretty cool. I'm just not big on the pants, but that's not really uh, it's like small cosmetics. Uh, I'm not too worried about it, what it is, but um, yeah, it was ultimately good stuff. We got to see uh, the return of uh, Bray Wyatt, so that looked good. It's a good look for him, and I can't wait to see how things continue to develop with those guys. Uh, Zack Ryder, well, excuse me, Mike Kanellis is uh, opposed to a competition against Zack Ryder. Uh, he's out getting ready to go down to the ring from backstage gorilla position and uh, out comes, well not out comes, but Maria Canellis' wife uh, decides that she wants to go out there and fight instead. Not even going to try to go into all of the crazy details. I'm just going to say that uh, Maria Canellis is, is pregnant, so she's not thinking all the way straight. A lot of hormones and such, so she was ready to go out there and, you know, fight in his place, you know, for all of the reasons, and I'm, uh, I thought it was pretty comical, but at the same time, you know, like, good God, <laughs> just make this guy look bad, why don't you, gosh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what, uh, I like I just ain't gonna speak on it too much. Hopefully we get to see this storyline develop into uh Mike Canellis actually uh you know, getting a, a you know, a better amount of uh you know, reception uh from the storyline in general. But uh yeah, he you know, she was going out there ready to fight for him. Didn't happen. Mike Canellis went out there, took on Zack Ryder, Zack Ryder hit a rough rider and beat Mike Canellis in under a minute. Oh, uh, it's pretty funny. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, I guess, good stuff for the storyline and what it was worth. But, uh, 
Yeah, that was pretty crazy. The club goes at it next with the Lucha House Party. Uh, it's good to see the club back in there. It's good to see the Lucha House Party. I know I constantly say it, even though it seems like they're going to lose. You don't want to count them out. And I'm talking all three of them. We all know Kalisto being somewhat of the ringleader of the squad. He's the guy that has a long tenure with the company. So he went out there and he looked great. Highly competitive matchup. It's good to see these guys not being uh, taken as jokes. The club ultimately picked up the victory. But what was really crazy was, uh, I think it was uh, AJ that was out there. Ricochet came through and was trying to, you know, still fight him. Because uh, being upset about the match last night. Ultimately, the club do pick up the victory. And then a beatdown ensues on Lucha House Party. So, uh, everybody looked looked good. Not mad at that at all. It was, you know, good look for everybody. Lucha House Party looked strong in defeat. And, uh, you know, the club, you know, AJ Styles and his butt-wise, they still doing the thing. So, uh, good look still. All right. Naomi, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and uh, Carmella go at it in a fatal four-way matchup uh, to determine who will be the number one contender for the women's championship, taking on Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch sitting ringside. They had a cool little match. I was not a fan of the crowd's reception of the match. I mean... They were feeling high, but they were feeling, and, you know, I mean, as far as the match being translated on TV, you can see these girls putting in, you know, their effort, so it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, uh, it was all right fight, I believe Carmelo took the pin first, then Naomi went out, came down to Natty and, uh, Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa Bliss got a lot of like crazy almost pinfall covers just trying to jump in at the uh, opportune moment. So that was uh, pretty good. But ultimately, Natalia picks up the victory. So Becky goes into uh, SummerSlam with a very, very credible opponent. I'm excited to see, you know, Natty get in there and hopefully uh, really give Becky something, uh, you know, something to wrestle with. <laughs> But, um, yeah, ultimately, it was a good match. Not mad at it at all. Shouts to uh, Natty for picking up the victory. A little uh, after-the-match promo segment. Uh, Becky and Natty definitely had a good spat where they were just going back and forth with each other. Uh, we, all, we all see Natty. Natty kind of came out on top there. But afterward, when they were both, you know, just talking to each other angrily in the ring. And then off the segment was really, really good to me. I enjoyed that part. All right. The Miz and Dolph Ziggler uh, went at it next. Well, on Miz TV, uh, Dolph Ziggler just talking really. I mean, boys, yo, he was wondering why what Miz wanted. Uh, Dolph Ziggler started talking really, really greasy. So the Miz finally brings up Maurice, which is a huge no-no. And Miz went completely crazy on him. Uh, very good, very good stuff. I'm not upset with that at all. Uh, you know, it's, we're gonna see if it leads into a match. I wouldn't say I want to see these guys go at it, but I mean, maybe they could put together a competitive match. Maybe we could put some, have some stakes or something interesting to add along to, you know, that little situation. But we will see. 
Drake Maverick is uh, at a hotel with his wife, apparently ready to consummate the marriage with the 24-7 championship. Very comical segment. I was going to go watch that on one of the social media platforms. Uh, I knew how it was going to go in so many ways. I do definitely get Drake Maverick after uh, staying at the hotel room with uh, one of the WWE officials. And uh, it was good. So our truth now is your new WWE 24-7 champion. Uh, now we run into the uh, main event. And uh, well, a 10-man match. We're just going to get right to the end because we're low on time here. But, uh, excuse me, I believe Seth Rollins is now, again, your number one contender for the Universal Championship, taking on Brock Lesnar after an awesome battle royal. We had, uh, you know, a lot of good stuff going on. I'm just glad to see uh, Seth getting back in now. I'm glad that WWE was able to uh, have a match mean something. And also, not just give away a simple rematch. So, uh, pardon the little details and most of the stuff, but I did think it was all in all a good show in three hours. I thought it flew, well, not flew by, but I thought it flowed very well. And um, I enjoyed it. I definitely anticipate SmackDown tonight. So, shout out to everybody who brings you the podcast each and every week. I will holler at you guys tomorrow for SmackDown Live and 205.